0: What's up, everyone? Thanks for hitting the download button and uh, joining us this week on another episode of Kicking Out It 2. Full disclosure... Let's uh, address a little elephant in the room here. Last three weeks, I've been flying solo, uh, no co-host, and this week I've made up for it because I got not one, but two co-hosts as we cover uh, celebrity involvement in professional wrestling history, Wrestlemania history. Joining me this week, two guys who have been very familiar with this show, of course, uh, the kicking out it two offensive coordinator, the play caller, making his return. Justin, what's going on? Not much. Happy to be here. Uh... Let's talk some red carpet, man. Let's go. Yeah, red carpet. Yeah, and, and as of right now, till, to this day, still standing, the co-host that was a part of the most downloaded edition of kicking Out at Two, our SummerSlam 1993 review, Cousin Hot Body Wild, Billy Brown. What's going on, man? Oh, shit, that's a mouthful. A lot of
1: names right there. Well, I had to get the cousin, <laughs> cousin in, because the last time
0: we talked, and the last time we were part of this, I said you were my not-so-cousin, and you were a little offended, so. I
1: was. I was very offended. How could you put me down like that? Now he's putting you over.
0: Yeah, now I'm putting yeah, you over. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the best co-host, yeah,
2: you know. <laughs> yeah. the Yeah, yeah. I'm,
0: yeah, yeah I'm basically I'm doing the job for you.
2: On yeah, show, more so. downloads, you'll it, be our brother for crying Out Loud. Yeah.
1: No more kicking out at two for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down for the count. <laughs> wow,
0: wow. Oh, boy, yeah. Next week, Bill's going to take over the show. Uh, yeah. Anyhow. Kicking um, out
2: at Bill will be then after
0: that a month later. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's 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 get the train back on the track, so to speak, but before we get into the discussion of celebrities in wrestling, I would be remiss if I didn't remind you all that we are on social media, facebook.com forward slash kicking out at two, hit the like button if you have not already, if you have, tell a friend to hit the like button, we cover all the retro goodness of pro wrestling history from the 80s, 90s, and the early to mid-2000s, we maybe sprinkle in a little bit of the current day stuff, but when it's necessary, it's not a regular thing, because I, wa- I don't want want to be a regular thing, because I like living in the past in and the glory days of wrestling. Um, our handle on Twitter, we are also on Twitter as well, I should say. Our handle is at KickingOut2, K-I-C-K-N-O-U-T, the number two. The following is not as strong as it is on Facebook, but please help me make that possible as you uh, give us a follow and join all the fun over there. Uh, all the same madness and, and goings-on over on Facebook. It's on Twitter, but 140 or 220 characters or less, depending on who you're talking to. All right, cheap plug out of the way. Um, like I said, WrestleMania—you know—we're in WrestleMania season, so to speak, and uh, WrestleMania has always been known for their celebrity involvement. Um, whether it be professional athletes, actors, television stars—you name it—they've had some some role at WrestleManias over the years. Um, but before we get into that, let's start with why don't we start with you, Bill? Um, your first memory of celebrity involvement in professional wrestling?
1: I think it was Cindy Lauper. But I know that Andy Kaufman was involved, but I wasn't watching, <clears throat> excuse me, I wasn't watching back then, but I knew he was involved, but when Cindy Lauper was on, and she had Captain Lou in that video, uh-huh.
0: he Girl's just something fun. was going to click,
1: because okay. he was in a couple videos, and then they started bringing her name up on TV, Yep. and for weeks, and weeks, on Viper's Pick, I'll bring her, I'll bring her, and holy shit, she showed up one time, you couldn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> That was the first time I ever said, "Geez, how did that even happen? Why would a celebrity go into wrestling?" You know. Uh-huh. So, um, and it from there we went to WrestleMania, and it had Mr. T, and it had everybody else, Liberace. So that was the first real moment that I thought wrestling was with a celebrity. Not saying that Joe Lewis and everything else that happened in Crockett with referee—you know—they always had their things in the past. But that's the first time I yeah. realized it wrestling was going mainstream.
0: What about you, Justin?
2: Um, I'm going to make you feel really old, Bill. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, obviously, I knew wrestling. You know, wrestling history and and such things like Cindy Lauper and you know and, and Muhammad Ali and all that. But one of my first conscious in the moment moments, I think you might have actually been there, Lawrence Taylor and 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 his his gang of uh, gridiron greats. Um, in the NFL at WrestleMania in Hartford, Connecticut, here in, in the great state of Connecticut, um, was probably my first where he, he fought Bam Bam Bigelow at WrestleMania 11. Um, I don't I knew, I knew who Lawrence Taylor was growing up in a, in a Giants household. So, you know, probably that slant a little bit was, was made it to me seem like a big deal. It was almost like Lawrence Taylor was like coming to our house. Yeah. yeah. It was in Hartford, you know, where it's a 10 minute drive away it's, it's our thing. It's wrestling. It's our thing. Not everybody talked about wrestling, but we did. And Lawrence Taylor, big football star, was coming to basically our thing, our party. Um, Something
1: about that, too, is the people on the West Coast at the time, it was our party, it was East, and we, were, we all knew the Giants and were familiar with it. But people on the West Coast, what did they think of Lawrence Taylor? Did, did, I don't think that the popularity was there for that year
0: for him. well just wrestling in general i don't think was very popular uh, to, to begin with i i don't i don't think and this is just my opinion regarding the lawrence taylor situation locally in the northeast yes regionally you'd be correct that he was very popular west coast um i don't know if you can make i don't know if that could be an argument that that, that we could make here um regarding his involvement in wrestling but i just think in general um with 1995 wrestling wasn't very popular to begin with coming it was you know a year coming off the steroid trial vince mcmahon was involved in that um and and the wwf people were you know mainstream media and you know pop culture weren't in tune with wrestling or didn't like wrestling per se so i don't necessarily think at least in my opinion that it was a, a a Matter of Lawrence Taylor's popularity on the West Coast, I just well, think, yeah, I, I think don't, wrestling in general just wasn't. I, I really think original. I think I think there's
2: something you said for what you both just said there, and I and I didn't actually think of that idea of like you know the, the you know the regional aspect of Lawrence Taylor's popularity. Granted, Lawrence Taylor, and this is a wrestling show, but we'll we'll, we'll jump into football for a second. Lawrence Taylor was is was one of the, arguably one of the greatest players to ever put on a football helmet. So his 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 uh, appeal and, and notoriety is, is is world renowned, or at least in the sport of football. Yeah you don't know who Lawrence Taylor is then you're probably watching soccer um so I think there are but there are people that who knew who Lawrence Taylor was in Los Angeles or Washington State or you know wherever but didn't really care probably to your point Bill like okay so what like I don't care like where's you know pick a guy that played for the Los Angeles Rams or you know what I mean Yeah. yeah right and maybe that was part of it too I mean that's a good point yeah but I think the The Hartford appeal and Lawrence Taylor I think was more they were kind of trying to you know I'm, Hartford was open that day, probably, and they were yeah. like, let's let's go to Hartford, and you know, I think they wanted to bridge that gap at least geographically speaking all of sixty seven miles or whatever from New York to Hartford of this is the New York market, so who's big at, who's bigger in the New York market Lawrence Taylor's as big as anybody at that time because he had just retired too, so yeah, um I think there was certainly. For everything you said, wrestling was down, and let's, let's just try to fill as many seats as we can, and let's get the biggest star in this area for people who are going to travel
0: to this, yeah. because we're only dealing with such a small market that can come to the show. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, For me, my first recollection of celebrity involvement was obviously Mr. T from WrestleMania 1, but ironically enough, when I was a kid, I didn't know Mr. T was on the A-team. I thought Mr. T was a regular in WWF, that he was a regular wrestler. Until, you know, <laughs> years later, I had, find, I had to find out that he was a television star involved in the main event of WrestleMania. I was only two years old when WrestleMania took place, so I wasn't watching until I was maybe three or four When when, you know, things were going down. But, you know, when I would watch... That WrestleMania a couple of years later, it, I, I don't know if it was my father, my grandfather, whoever, they told me, like, no, he's, a, he's from television. I'm like, yeah, he's on the television right now with Hulk Hogan. No, he's not a wrestler. He's a, he's a TV star. He's an actor. And that was my first recollection of celebrity involvement in professional wrestling. But going back... Before our time, and you might be more familiar with this. Um, man, we're going with the, the digs a, here. Seeing, seeing as you have a few, no, it's not it. a dig whatsoever.
1: I never
0: saw Rocky yeah. <laughs> <But laughs> 30. I
2: wasn't there opening night, Bill. Okay,
0: <laughs> um, no, uh probably the the first significant celebrity involvement in wrestling history was Muhammad Ali's match with Antonio Inoki in June of 1976 at the Budokan Hall um Ali at that time a few years coming off of changing his name uh from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali the cultural barriers he was breaking down in society uh you know, refusing to enlist in the Vietnam War and the lightning rod of controversy that he was on the microphone in a public in a, in a, in a public speaking forum leading up to his fights. Um, all eyes were on him and Anoki in, in, in Budokan in 76. What I found interesting in doing my research in this, I had heard stories that the that, that guys had done um, closed circuit for this event. Mm-hmm. Um, around the country, I believe like uh, Jerry Briscoe promoted a closed circuit event in Oklahoma with Jim Ross. Um, few of the other guys in the territories in the in, in, in the National Wrestling Alliance had done the same thing. I didn't know this, but Vince McMahon Sr. did a t- closed circuit telecast of that fight at yep. Shea Stadium.
2: Was that the Was that the Hogan Andre? No, 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 no. They just
0: did the six was, uh, and, was Andre and uh, Chuck Weppner. Yes, that's right. But they showed the fight from Tokyo on the 25th at Shea Stadium, and they drew 32,000 people for a closed-circuit televised event. Um, To me, I just find that really fascinating for that time period and that era. Um, You guys give me your thoughts on that scenario, that moment with Ali and Inoki, and maybe your recollections of it looking back on it now.
1: Well, have you ever seen the whole match in its entirety? Because it's nothing to really get excited. I heard about. it.
0: Yeah, Anoki spent most of the time on his back trying yeah. to kick Ali. I, I,
1: I always wanted to see it, so when I did get a hold of the video and watch it, I, I thought that for the first few rounds it was interesting, but then after about 13 more of him being on his back and just trying to you know get kicked at by Anoki, it was very very boring, and it's probably. Ins- because the job, I don't think anybody wanted to go down for each other. They both had egos, and they didn't really think about that until the last minute when it was time to get through the curtain.
0: I heard the rules were also very... um, It was a precursor to what we see with MMA. Yes.
1: um,
0: Because there were special style rules that technically really wasn't a pro wrestling match. It was... I don't even know what they marketed or advertised it as, to be quite honest with you, when I was doing some of the research. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's very interesting. Your thoughts on uh, Ali and Anoki? Uh... I don't know. I feel like, it, like you said, I think it's its
2: significance is is more in later years. Like you said, the it's very much the birthplace of MMA. Um, I think it's in many ways the uh, the precursor to everything celebrity wise that we know and understand. Yeah. Um, even to those, even to the point of like, don't get your hopes up. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, they didn't plan this thing out, and look what we saw, or look what you know the world saw that night. You saw uh, a very lackluster event. And I think when you're dealing with with celebrities who aren't workers, like, you have to put, you know, I think if you're them, you have to put the gloves on. You have to figure out a great way to entertain people without arm drags and, you know, calling high spots and all that. And I I think we now as fans know to watch celebrity involvement matches and go, it's just, it's going to be what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is to speed up to current day's events, watching Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania last year, I didn't really have great expectations of that match and it blew the doors down. Yeah. You know, in my opinion it was the best match of the night. Arguably. Yeah. Um so I think that's kind of what is the lasting impact of that match is the fact that it sets the bar low and gives you realistic expectations and it, it just it's you know MMA's it's it's creation of MMA or it's you know the conception of MMA.
0: Not too long after that, I know that Ali had kind of shifted, you know, he went back to boxing, but um, he had a run against Gorilla Monsoon at one point um, that... You know the fa- the famous scene that we've all I think you you know all three of us have seen where Ali gets in the ring after Monsoon had disposed of another wrestler and he gives him the famous airplane spin. Mm-hmm. It's in it's in the it's in all the the, the big highlight reels, um, highlighting the history of of not know
1: a wrist lock from a wristwatch.
0: That's right, yeah. That another that's another f- classic Monsoon. Classic line. Monsoon, yeah. That you know all the other uh, Monsoon-isms. but um, it seems like the celebrity involvement has kind of evolved, and I think in some ways. Other promoters and other organizations learned from what you would. I wouldn't call the the Ali Anoki match a blunder, but it's it certainly wasn't as successful. Um, the result wasn't as successful as the hype going into it. It didn't live up to that, um, which then now brings us to probably one of the more underrated celebrity moments in wrestling: Andy Kaufman. Um, involved with jerry the king lawler and uh talk to me a little i know you're and i'm not saying this because of your age so please don't take offense but, but yeah, we've, we talked about, we've talked <laughs> about we talked about i'm just gonna keep digging at you um but the you stood uh, it before i came yeah, like I know. Sheldon Goldberg or something. Best like <laughs> yeah. historian on earth. Yeah. <laughs> no, I always no, I always credit you as being a wealth of wrestling knowledge, and with all your experience and all the 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 footage you have managed to accrue over the years, I'm sure you've watched a lot of Memphis wrestling. Um, oh, yeah. And probably the hottest period in that time in re- Memphis wrestling was Jerry Lawler and his run against Andy Kaufman. Talk to me a little bit about your your memories um, and how. How that affected future celebrity involvement in wrestling?
1: Well, I like when there's celebrity involvement. I like to have the celebrity that's involved be an athlete. So when you talk about Lawrence Taylor, who was gifted in the ring and Ronda Rousey, current day, I don't mind that. But yep. if you're going to start throwing, you know, Jay Leno in there or something, or as at the time now we're talking Andy Kaufman, yep, really, you know, and, and he's going to go in there and do anything. So, and it, you did see the way it was. It was just all his mouth, mm-hmm. insulting the Southerners all the time, which was and awesome. The
2: women, the women. And the women. The, rest yeah. of the women. So that was perfect and to, I think, compliment the lack of athleticism. So
1: I found him very, very entertaining. And I, I've seen almost all of his stuff that he did down there. And uh, it very, very, very exciting. And, and he got his ass kicked by Lawler very quickly. They did a couple other matches here and there. But that one match where he got pile driven, told the story. It was great. He went on a Tonight Show with um, Letterman. Yep. And they did that whole incident with the uh, slap and the swearing and everything else. That's pretty good stuff because it drew a lot of interest yeah. in something that nobody was interested in. Yeah. So it brought – it it notarized Jerry Lawler a little bit because he was never going to be known He was well. just a
0: local in Memphis, yeah. And now
1: he's making national television – word of mouth is what's going on with you know, Andy Kaufman, the guy from Taxi, is in wrestling. Yeah. And then he's in the match and he's in the ring and he's in the hospital and he's selling the neck and he you know, he's t- <laughs> he was so good at it. And um I'm sure we've watched a movie, you know, the, um, Man, Man on the, the Moon, Moon yeah, and everything. It's
2: actually literally my favorite movie. It is an really? awesome movie. Very much so. Wow. I think I think the the wrestling fan bias gives it, but you mean I'll build Bill finish and I'll kinda no, no, go. ahead. Doctor. Well I was gonna I like say like movie. My understanding of of everything with Andy Kaufman, I think, to me in this day and age, oh man, like this is this was like that's just what he did there could be easily done today, hands down, you know, because that he he made at least from what I saw and a lot of the footage that I'd seen and highlights, he made you think is this real or is this part of the show? Yeah. Um, the Letterman slap, yeah, yeah, like holy crap, like. Yeah. He really made you question, I I know all that stuff is, but holy shit, like, Andy Kaufman wasn't supposed to curse on TV.
0: Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? Oh, he broke his neck. He wasn't supposed to break his neck. You know what I mean? So, and a lot of that stuff is kind of coming back today in the world, and and the world has social media. I think Andy Kaufman, as an entertainer, was tailor-made for pro wrestling, because he was able to really just make you go, like, whoa, like... That's just not right. The old that's phrase
0: talking people into the seats. He's, yeah. And he's he just he just made you did a great you, job at that. Yeah, he just made
2: you re- like just you were just blown away by like his ability to make you rethink everything in your life to wonder if what he just showed and did to you was legit or not. Yeah. Um, and that's literally what wrestling is. It's it's a bit of a magic show and he was like the ultimate magician. Um and uh, for me, that's why I, I like how Andy Kaufman's story has become more mainstream in my lifetime, because I got to learn about why, to me, he's such an unsung hero to entertainers across the world. Um, and I think be- the only reason I would know about it, going back to where we are now, is because of his involvement with
0: wrestling. Yeah. Now, um, have you guys ever heard the story that he almost did Wrestlemania? He almost worked for Vince. I heard he almost worked for Vince, but I there was no interest. Though. Like I heard the but Bill Vince, After story. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned. But Bill I after. didn't hear the
2: Wrestle. I didn't hear about WrestleMania
0: after. Cause so when I was on the Ken Reedy show, we we interviewed Bill After, and Bill told. Bill, Bill tried to make it seem like he broke this story for the first time on our show, but I had heard it before through other different avenues. Um, I, can, I can see yeah, that. Yeah. He did was, you he, know? Yeah, no, he, he did one of those. Yeah, he was like, you know, this is the first time I'm going to tell this story. But, uh, you know, <laughs> gotta, gotta I was the one that introduced, uh, you know, Jerry Lawler to Andy Kaufman. And so he told that story about the, the, the famous story where he was he was buddies with Kaufman, and Kaufman wanted to get into wrestling, and he had to connect with Lawler, and then that's how they, they set the whole thing up. But um, what do you guys know about the, his involvement or his potential involvement working for Vince? Was it Vince Sr. or was it Vince Jr. that he had he had made contact with? I want to say it was Sr. Yeah. I want to say it was oh, after he took
2: right? the idea or the pitch to Vince Sr. first before going to Lawler. Vince turned it down because he wasn't into that part of wrestling. He
0: was still that old time promoter. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like I mean, in the same way that Hogan wanted to do Rocky Three with Mr. T. Yeah. Go back to that. Uh, and Vince was like, no, you're a wrestler. We don't do that. Yeah. And he was like, oh, see you. I'm going to go wrestle. I'm going to go do the movie. Um, I think in the same vein vince senior was like ah, i don't want to have this comedian guy you know in my ring and that's what after it took the story to, or took the the storyline to law okay that's 115
1: pounds soaking wet too so you don't want to have what's he going to do in that ring so vince senior was not that type of a promoter at all it
2: was, it was tailor-made person. for memphis
0: yeah, yeah but it, uh, it was tailor-made for memphis but let's just think about this here for a minute okay Let's say and there's a lot there's a lot of what if scenarios here but let's just say okay Vince senior turned it down Kaufman was very successful with his run with with Jerry Lawler down in Memphis let's say he doesn't get sick and he's not cancer you know, sh- you know, stricken with cancer, and Vince Jr. calls him, oh, he and he's a part of the first WrestleMania intergender heavyweight champion Andy Kaufman against Cindy Lauper, or even against Wendy Richter, or hell, what if they put Andy Kaufman in Piper's corner? I was going to say you that.
2: I feel like that would have been the most likely scenario. Either but,
0: him in a tag with yeah. Piper, or as like the corner man yeah. to Piper, as like as like another mouthpiece, a part yeah. of that presentation with Orndorff and, and Bob Orton. Well, when Vince
1: Jr. ran the company and owned the company. Company. that's when you could have seen that and we did with WrestleMania one well, we saw Vince jr get involved with the celebrities but senior when he was there that wasn't gonna happen so 82 83 or whatever that was that wasn't gonna happen with Andy Kaufman but as time went on yes if he didn't get sick of course now we let's that.
0: let's talk about some of the, the the we talked about Kaufman we've talked about Inoki we're gonna we're, we're gonna kind of talk about WrestleMania celebrities but let's talk about some the pros and cons of celebrity involvement in wrestling over the course of history. I'll let one of you chime in first.
2: Uh, the pros is number one and most obvious. It brings more eyeballs. It's a different way to, to introduce our, and I say ours because it is ours, our genre, our, our style of entertainment to um, a different audience. Um, hoping that those followers of said celebrity tune in and maybe find a nugget of something that they like. Um, so I think that's really the pro uh, uh, the biggest pro, um, con, I would say is probably the biggest con is you, you get someone who's just there to do that, there yeah. to expose their brand. You know, you get a guy who goes there knowing that, all right, I'm going to go to this platform of fans and this large following and they're going to see who I am and it's going to do my brand good mm-hmm. and I'll do whatever. I mean, I'll, i or I won't do this or I won't like they're, they're just there for their own good and they're not there to help the team. Of the WWE with whatever ideas are in motion, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like when you see a bad host on Saturday Night Live.
0: Okay,
1: yeah, All you right. look at like like a Dennis Rodman or something. He did it a couple times, and yep. I think one match he was almost sleeping on the ring apron waiting for a tag from Hogan. Was he not? He was Probably. The same, you know, like yeah, it's this. more than likely. You yeah. know he's just there because Bischoff is throwing a lot of money at the guy. Yeah, and and those are the those are the people that don't want to do anything, except go on the ring and do a too sweet sign to somebody and just. Stand there while interviews are going on and get a big fat payday in their off you know time. So that's the kind of stuff I didn't like to see. Celebrity involvement. The good, the cons of it are, or the pros of it are, just having a, a real excited performer that wants to do it. Like you're going to look at Rousey today. She's always dreamed of being a wrestler, but of course she's a fighter, and big money in MMA. But when the career was done, she's now doing her dream and she's out there every day. She's on tour with everybody. She's learning and she you know she adapted so well. That's what you like to see, and it brought in a lot of big eyeballs on a woman, you know, watching the show now and and everything else with her. So don't, that's that's a, you're gonna look at modern day. That's the, the yeah. One, I, f-
2: I feel like the I remember there was a time, probably like in the '90s, where like every athlete wanted to be a rapper, and every rapper wanted to be an athlete. Like I Shack. think, yeah, like <laughs> there's like the most obscure, there's a, the most obscure people that wanted to rap and, and even rappers that wanted to go and be athletes, you know? Yep. But I think the one, con- the, the constant on a bigger level is I think a lot of athletes and a lot of the entertainers want to do this. Yeah. They want to be in wrestling. Oh, I think, yeah. You know what I mean? They grew up watching it or their father or mother watched it. They, they had some little nugget of involvement in wrestling in their life or they're huge fans. And they just want to do it, um, and I think that's like the coolest thing. I've always said this: that at one time, everybody watched wrestling yeah. or will watch wrestling.
1: That's like a David Arquette story because he did it and he wasn't really into it because he was more into Hollywood. But now, look at him; yeah. he's going back because he really wanted to do something in wrestling, and he has a little more time to do it now. And he got devoted, and he started getting in shape, and, and he was going on indie shows, and you know, he's he's involved. And he
2: probably didn't have to. To be to his credit, he, he could have gone. Involved. Main event WrestleMania, practically, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with he's, the right phone he's calls to made. Turn
1: around a negative into a positive on his, uh, you know, his legacy in wrestling. Even not not saying that he hard.
0: didn't, not saying that he didn't appreciate it back then, but I think he probably wanted to change the perception for wrestling fans because he is a fan of the product and of the genre, and he wanted to maybe rewrite his chapter in wrestling history in the grand scheme of things because his his. his his time in WCW in 2000 was negatively um it, it was it, it wasn't seen in the most positive light because he he won the title yeah. like, um yeah. I think one of the I think one of the the one of the major like you guys have both pretty much hit hit the nail on the head um when it comes to the pros and cons of celebrity involvement in wrestling I think um I think a big factor is, is I wouldn't say you have to be a fan of the product, but you have to be more open to participating and getting lost in it. Where we've seen actors before that will do it, like you said, just for a payday, and they are just kind of like they present themselves as them, their brand, you know what I mean? As opposed to being really part of the show and getting lost in like another. Dimension of themselves within the genre of wrestling. Yeah, you don't
2: really see them connect with the audience. They're just there to make
0: sure you watch me on Netflix. Yeah,
2: Friday night. Yeah, exactly. Like, and
0: yeah, they don't connect with the audience. You know, like I mean, Mr. T is a perfect example of someone who, although we've heard stories that he didn't appreciate it and he was there for a payday, but when he did get involved. Like I said, I was young enough where I thought he was a part of the show all the time. You know what right. I mean? So I guess in a way, he kind of balanced out the good and bad of celebrity involvement in wrestling. Um, as we move on to WrestleMania celebrities, we talked about the first one with Cindy Lauper and, uh, and, and Mr. T. Um, let's, give, me some, give me some of your thoughts on some of the good and the bad celebrities that were involved in WrestleMania over the years. Free-form, open discussion. There's, uh, there's not a whole lot of structure here, so yeah, um, I'm just you know, throwing stuff out there. Good celebrities. Um, I, here's
2: the thing, and this is, I think, the, the, the appeal of WrestleMania, and, and I say this as someone who's gone to, going on 14 WrestleManias in a row. To me, like no matter where it is, WrestleMania is a place. It's a place, it, you know what I mean? It's like a moving universe, and people descend on it, fans and so much, but celebrities also descend on it. So, this world of WrestleMania, when you watch it on TV, even, you never know who's going to pop up. And especially in the early days, you talk about, like, you know, the Regis Philbins or the Alex Trebek's or, you know, other guys where it's just like, who's going to pop up? You know what I mean? You'd see these little cameos, these little vignettes leading up to WrestleMania. Oh, make sure you come to WrestleMania to see me. I'm singing the national anthem. Or I'm going to ring announce the big match or whatever. Yeah. And, like, it was happening. And it still is. But. It, it, again, it's this universe that they just step into, and you just never know who's going to walk through. And I think some of the really good celebrities are those who are just good accents, good compliments to the show, rather than being the show. Mm-hmm. A guy like Regis Philbin, you know, I, I loved when they would do the ring announcer as the main event. That yeah. to me was like the coolest thing. And I wish, you know, if they're going to have the women main event WrestleMania this year, that I think would make it just so sweet if they just took someone in mainstream culture. And gave him the microphone, and that was, and just to make it a little bit more special, like a Lady Gaga. She's, <laughs> she's... you know what? That's not a bad idea. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't really trying to nail down a single person, yeah. but the idea. She was the first one that popped. In they my were, head. yeah, they were doing it probably for the first what ten, eleven WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. Were just like Burt Reynolds, you know, announces the, the the ring, announces the main event. Yep, you know, brings up... you know, those. It just makes it different. It just makes it WrestleMania. Yeah. Um. We we often discount and, and don't like the celebrity involvement. You know, ah, that's too much for me. Or, ah, I don't like this. Or he was bad at that. That's so much of the identity of WrestleMania. So roundabout way. Sorry to ramble. No. Um. Some of the or in you know moving from WrestleMania one again, like I said, Alex Trebek I thought was a really good one. Um. You know, Donald Trump's involvement with WrestleMania cannot go unnoticed. Yeah. Um. Jeez, Robin Leach, Wrestlemania 4. Um, ooh. It's I mean, tough. jump in. Jump in, Bill. It's
1: tough to pinpoint them all. i am going to look at uh, Morton Downey Jr. Yes, oh my god, yeah, of course. Yeah. Piper's all, pit. I just talk, watched that the other day. It was a hot, hot talk show host in uh, New Jersey, and... Nothing was. Uh, off he was
0: Howard Stern before Howard Stern. Right, and then you uh, had the, yeah, the same Piper same
1: yeah. coming back into the fold from Morton as a guest on Piper's Pit. I mean, that was an exciting uh, thing, and you didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And he actually sold for the fire extinguisher, so it was, it was awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: Piper tells the story that he grabbed his foot, and Piper was going to take the fire extinguisher and <laughs> smash it over his head. But I think that was—I think that was Roddy trying to. Yeah, really I watched like, it
2: the other day. Th- tr- looking back on that, those comments, enough, yeah. nothing of the yeah. sort was. Piper, about told to
0: the, Piper told the story that Morton Downey Jr. grabbed his foot, and Piper went to go level him with the fire extinguisher. But I think someone in the crowd. No, 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 no.
2: Mon- Gorilla Monsoon, mind you, Gorilla Monsoon was in a—it was in a like a skybox, skybox doing, doing commentary, commentary ventura on oh, the other yeah, side of the building.
0: Like, Roddy, no, seventy-five yards away yeah, yeah like piper could hear monsoons. Okay. okay okay <laughs> got yeah, it right? yeah i think that was just roddy trying to like you know he's trying to work everybody yeah you know, to, build you know, the legend yeah build the legend of of the hot rod but i'm sorry go ahead continue bill
1: well i mean there's still, there's a lot of good ones but think of the bad ones too you, you know pamela anderson bringing out with them um, you call that bad well really <laughs> well i didn't say it's good what but did you she know do I mean? she just just hung on to the arm of kevin nash right is that all she did
2: well, she was the, she was the prize of the Royal Rumble winner.
1: That's true, yeah.
2: That year, that was and interesting. Everybody yeah.
1: was going crazy. So I mean, I guess they, they, it was they did something. It right, that the whole entire locker room is jumping up and down when she gets <laughs> out of the limo. I remember good. that. <laughs> you
0: see little Dink the clown on the bottom. He's just like jumping up and down as yep. she gets out oh, of
2: the limo. Things that wouldn't fly in 2019. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. But for you know, for just, 200, yeah. 200, Alex. Yeah. They pay the money. They get her till Mania, and, and they just you can tell she's just doing it because she's not really into it. So yeah. That's, that's those are the celebrities that even though they made an impact and it was entertaining to watch i i didn't really care too much about that because they're just in it because they were paid to be there and they're just fulfilling the role
0: tell tell the story that you told us before we started recording about the the wrestlemania 7 oh I mean, so so yeah this yeah, is great. yeah so hilarious. wrestlemania
2: 7 you know again especially in the early years celebrities were used in you know barrels of bunches of them so they're los angeles memorial coliseum and Forgot what match had just taken place, but they just finished a match and, you know, Girl Monsoon, you know, throws it down to Sean Mooney in the crowd who's sitting or with doing an interview with the, um, with a, I would say the section of the celebrity section. So Donald Trump's there, Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris is talking about, you know, how he used to work out with Hulk Hogan and he loves wrestling and, you know, Donald Trump, WrestleMania four or five, maybe we'll get a future WrestleMania and, you know, a couple other celebrities get in there and, and, and say their two cents about how great the show is. They go back to ringside on commentaries. Grilla Monsoon and uh and Bobby Heenan, and uh, Bobby Heenan's comment was, "Wow, I didn't know Lou Ferrigno could still talk holding fifteen pounds of crackers in his mouth," <laughs> 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 which which was te- which was I never heard that. There's so many lines <laughs> that I remember from Bobby Heenan, but that. W- <laughs> Like I'm gonna hold on to that one for a while. That was a, that was a and good that, little nugget. And that's
0: obviously that was obviously a, I wouldn't say a dig, but in a light-hearted way, um, poking fun at Ferrigno because he he's hearing impaired. Right, right. So and and because he's hearing impaired, he talks a little bit differently. But the, it, in a very tongue-in-cheek Bobby right. Heenan kind of way, he 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 mentions that. Um,
1: Jesse Ventura had a good line one time too about the the late Pedro Morales. Um, he said so why does Pedro always
0: sound like he has a mouthful of mashed potatoes when he talks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ventura was always known
2: for those those very controversial Oh, uh, who is the celebrity? Well? WrestleMania 8, the family feud guy. Ray Combs. Yeah. I was literally just
0: watching that this morning where he did the survey yeah. uh from Family Feud um, and he said uh, I, I oh, there was a few there was a few good lines but he said um the nasty boys everyone the nasty boys uh both men sharing one brain. And then, <laughs> and then he says, if there's one word to describe the Nasty Boys' success in wrestling, it would be luck. And then he like beat powders out and they try to go after him in the baby
1: yeah, faces. Yeah, yeah, he
2: went after all the heels on that. That yeah. was good. Um, he was
1: pretty accurate with that, though. Yeah. He said, the repo
0: man, he goes, uh, two-faced, one didn't like the other, or something
2: <laughs> like that. <laughs> they, um, but yeah, I think especially in those early years, like... Even now, and you see the huge difference now and, and we as I'm sure we're gonna talk about that evolution, but you don't see like the biggest or one of the biggest acts in, in music sing the national anthem. It's like the latest YouTube sensation. Whoever well, they can get for yeah, the cheapest. Yeah, right, right, know? yeah, the lowest bidder at this point. Floor Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> is a kind of a bigger deal, but like yeah. I like I don't even know. I was I was at the freaking thing last year. and I don't even remember who sang the national or America the Beautiful. Like
1: I don't even know. Yeah. they didn't announce it either. until the day of. it. Anyway. Yeah, so but it but, used, to, but, have, it used but, to be weeks and months yeah, in advance. Like, yeah. When Aretha and, Franco was going to sing WrestleMania three, you knew that two big months deal. ago.
2: Like, and that's the thing. And here's for what that's worth. For for someone who's gone to so many in, in recent years, like I could I can say like I saw Aretha Aretha Franco live as cheap as that sounds. I saw John Legend live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm, I seen Kid Rock. Yeah, like there's some yeah. real, you know, great worldwide sensations that I can say I saw alive. Be it the the little halftime performances they throw in there, mm-hmm. or the the national anthems. But like you said, you don't even hear about who it is until the day of, and it's yeah. like who? So like yeah, they definitely are yeah, uh,
0: well, her latest song on iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, right now, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, like,
2: it's in the history of 34 years of WrestleMania, it's been very front loaded with,
0: with celebrities for sure. Yeah, the, uh, the that's a great point. I didn't even think about the the the, the individuals who have sang "America the Beautiful" over the years. Um, n- mind you, not the national anthem, "America the America Beautiful." Beauty. Yes, you know, which I thought is a is a, a very fitting and and a good way to have WrestleMania in itself stand out because you go to sporting events and it's you know the national anthem or even "God Bless America" um, in recent years, but "America the Beautiful" is one of those that doesn't. You don't hear it as much at other sporting events, so re- having WrestleMania kind of own that as like their version of their national anthem, I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, some of the—you mentioned Trump earlier, which I which in today's world, Trump doesn't get really spoken of very positively. Yeah, Donald Trump back then was a different thought. Yeah, Donald, Donald Trump back was in— it? It, it, And back, like you said, he's a different individual. But um, you know, hosting WrestleMania's four and five from uh, Trump uh, Plaza in Atlantic City uh, had a guest appearance at WrestleMania seven. I believe he did a cameo at WrestleMania twenty at the Garden. Jesse Ventura Ventura interviewed him at ringside, and then the more probably his most memorable involvement in wrestling was his involvement in the hair match with Vince at uh, WrestleMania twenty three. Now, let's here's another what if scenario and i know that this is this is probably some shaky ground to 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 cover here but you know he's such a lightning rod of controversy as our president of the united states of america whether you agree with his politics or not we're not going to do that here however imagine if wwe could pull off a big coup having the current president of the united states of america involved at wrestlemania there's a phone
2: call away that's right um i don't think they should um I that's where you'll get all the crazies. Yeah, yeah. well, his
1: I, wife's in politics too, McMahon. Yeah, so yeah, that's where it draws a yeah, line. Yeah, well, yeah,
2: on a on a political ethical level, right. great point, Bill.
1: I don't think that's if smart she at was all. Not involved in politics whatsoever. Absolutely, uh,
2: I mean, I, I, th- I disagree, and and it's not because I'm not a fan of the guy on in that world of politics. It's just there's a lot of people who aren't, and I'm not saying don't get me wrong. I'm not going to boycott WrestleMania if Donald Trump shows up, but so well. I, right. But you you are. It's just not worth the trouble. Yeah. Is it to, to put it without going into a huge diatribe about it. As it's not worth the trouble, and I think that's the effects of what he's done just you know, with his public life. Um but
0: uh No, you make a great point. I'm not gonna But yeah, but with about.
2: that being said though, you know, you said he you know he's a controversial figure today. Um he's also a controversial figure before that, before he decided to dip his you know, toes and In into politics, the Oval yeah. Office. Um he uh, he was a controversial figure. You know, the guys always found a way to make headlines. It's partly why he is where he is today. But again, staying in, in our lane here, um, there was a big deal to the to the Billionaires match. And while I knew, I only knew up until then, for the most part, I only knew Donald Trump as the guy who did WrestleMania. Or, or the guy on
0: The Apprentice. Yeah, yeah. And
2: I, I was, I just, he was a rich New York guy who was friends with Vince McMahon who did WrestleMania. That's how I knew him up until, you know, I became more of an adult. Still working on that, but... I think um, we all are. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, with that being said, um, there was interest because Donald Trump, president or not, even real estate mogul, 2007, wasn't a very likable guy. Yeah. But to me, neither was Vince McMahon. So, I always thought it was funny that they made Donald Trump a babyface. Yeah. Standing next to Vince McMahon, and guess what? That's how much of a heel Vince McMahon is, because it actually kind of worked. <laughs>
1: well, I
0: mean, come on, I mean, come on. Let's face it. When you when you orchestrate having real money dropped from the ceiling so yeah. that the fans could catch it, I yeah. mean, how, could you, be, yeah, how yeah. could you not be? Yeah, how could you not be face? You know. But yeah. you, you mentioned, you know, something that is probably not welcomed in today's climate would be Donald Trump. Something that was welcomed on a celebrity level at WrestleMania was in 1998, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, yeah. who was fresh off a bite in Evander Holyfield's ear, and he was, uh, you know, that 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 famous scene with the shoving match with Austin on Monday Night Ooh. Raw in January of 98, leading up to the the big match at WrestleMania with Austin and Michaels. Bill, why don't you kick things off, your, your take on Mike Tyson's involvement in um, in wrestling.
1: It's just amazing that I've forgotten that he, you know, w- discussing the celebrities, that should have been one that I picked up on right away and you just bring it out. That was huge at the time because it changed everything in wrestling. It ended up, WWF was kind of struggling with the WCW and when they got Tyson, the involvement with Stone Cold, is just the perfect match. And you get the right two people involved and you put McMahon there getting in there and you ruin it and this and that. They put it on Raw that is how you capitalize on mainstream. So you
0: are saying they ruined it by putting it on Raw? Like that set that segment? No,
1: no, no. Well, he told Austin he ruined. It. Remember when? he came Oh, out? oh, okay, all right. My, they my apologies. It, they made it like it was all Austin's fault. Yeah, all yeah. It, all yeah. Austin wanted. He ruined the big moment. Ass. Yeah. You didn't know if he was going to fight Austin. If he was going to where he was going to go. They started getting the teases that he was in DX. Yeah. They had that big rally in Boston, where outside it was like chaotic scene with. The, the rally before mania where Jackson yep. was there
0: Shawn Michaels got a battery thrown at him and he oh, yeah. and he, and he did said fuck this that? I'm out
1: They had that whole thing on uh, the network they they played the whole entire uh, press conference outside it was just chaos in that city yeah. Michaels would not even come out of the car
0: Yeah I, rem- so I, so I remember hearing the story that. about that yeah he got a like those big I'm, not, I'm not, like those big fat yeah. like double D batteries <laughs> that you know you, you could kill someone throwing. things Okay how that
1: catapulted WWF. At the time, oh yeah. like where it is now, it never went backwards after that. It, other than you know a little bit sliding here and there, but it has just been on a, a roller coaster ride right up to the top ever since Tyson got involved. And three years later, WCW was out of business, and Vince was on top of the world, and it all catapulted from that.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, that's that's probably like the real like the the, the real spark that that kind of sent them. On there. You know, people will say Montreal and the screw job, but I think Tyson's involvement really got a, a whole lot more eyeballs back on the WWF at that time. What was so good about it, and I'll let you, you know, con- you know, speak in just a minute, Justin, but what I thought was great about Tyson's involvement, at least with the segment with Austin, was that. It made Sports Center, and they talked about it like they were going to have Austin and Tyson hook up to the point where I thought they were going to cancel the Austin Michaels match, and that that was that there it was sort of real. You know what I mean? We all talk about you know the difference between what's real and what's kayfabe. There was a moment in that in that segment where I thought. Holy shit, that, w- that, that looked real. Like Tyson really, you know, took a few swings at him and, and the physicality, like it just made it look so real. I think that's what helps make that moment so special is that I, as a fan, I got lost in it and thought, holy cow, like there could be some real animosity there. And, and I was almost more excited as big a Shawn Michaels fan as I was. I was almost more excited to see Austin and Tyson at WrestleMania.
1: Well, I think that, that if they could have pulled it off. They would have done it. but it, Oh, yeah. when they, they probably wanted to do it that way, and they probably attempted to give it a shot, but it wasn't going to work out, so they had to go with the route with Austin as a title against Michaels. But, yeah, that interest, they did tease it, and uh, if, it, if it wasn't going to work out, you could bet your, your ass that they would have put that match on.
2: Yeah. Um, I think, for me, as a fan, uh, to, I'm going to back up from WrestleMania, that WrestleMania, to that past summer, where really Mike Tyson's fame went universal with the Holyfield fight, biting his, ear. biting his ear. That was such a huge thing. And I remember, and Dave, you definitely backed me up on this. Um, we had, you know, everyone heard about the fight if they didn't see it. We ordered the fight a, afterwards. A week after. A week after, oh. just to watch the, bite ear, the, ear. B- the ear bite. Yeah. Granted, we were getting it for free, yeah. but we still had to see it. That's how big of a deal Mike Tyson became off of that. And, and, and for all the wrong reasons and not but
1: only that, the, the seeing it and yes. actually seeing yeah to say you
2: saw points. it too i saw <laughs> yeah. oh i oh it was bad you know what i mean as i was what 1997 Everybody at that had point so i was eight it. years old oh i saw it oh yeah it yeah. was bad you know what i mean like that was the water cooler talk as an eight-year-old you know so for <laughs> for mike tyson to come to wwf who as probably at that time the most famous human on the planet oh yeah I mean, Easily. other than, like, Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, there was nobody top, it, yeah. topping Mike Tyson yeah. as walking down the street. So for him to jump into, you know, our world and then to make sports center so that, like, our friends could see it at school and be like, yo, what's going on there? Yeah. It was, like, cool to, like, speak on it and be like, yeah, that's ha- – yeah, that's what's happening here in the WWF. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Like, it was – it made wrestling cool because everybody – no one wanted to talk to you about wrestling because no one cared. But when Mike Tyson jumped in and, and and mixed it up with Steve Austin and it made worldwide news it was you you were able to speak on it and be proud of it and like you said it it just the, the wave just started from there. Yeah, that that same year too it
0: was it, it, Mike Tyson wasn't the only controversial figure that was a part of WrestleMania. You had Jennifer Flowers who who ironically yep. was uh, was involved in a um, in a a scandal with Bill Clinton. And all Um, she was was interviewed. Yeah, she she interviewed and then she escorted... Collected a paycheck. Well, she interviewed The Rock and then she escorted Double J J down to the ring and then did the ring announcing for um, Shamrock and The Rock for the Intercontinental title match. Mm -hmm. But um, Pete Rose, who to this day is still suspended from uh, Major League Baseball, uh, not in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, Pete Rose would take this appearance being involved with Kane and then kind of transform that the next two years with his involvement with Kane at WrestleMania each year, which I thought was a a nice fun little way to get celebrity involvement. Um, at Wrestlemania the the following year like I said 98 he gets tombstone by Kane he cuts that heel promo on Boston the following year he dresses up like the San Diego chicken then the following year it's not really much of a secret that he's going to get involved in the match in Kane's match in 2000 but he did and he ate a stink face that time Um, yeah it seems like following Tyson especially because the content was so um, adult oriented and driven that they were picking up (laughs) figures in pop culture and sports that were very controversial uh one individual who um is a, another lightning rod of controversy in the boxing world that had a great showing at Wrestlemania in Orlando in 2008 was Floyd Mayweather in that match with Big Show um we were both Justin you know you and I were both at that Wrestlemania to watch that match and the build-up towards it at least I thought was very well done and another individual like Lawrence Taylor, where you could kind of picture them in wrestling full-time. Or should I should say Ronda Rousey. You could kind of picture them in wrestling in full-time, Mayweather especially.
1: Oh, yeah, and the size difference in that match, it, you want you figured no way Floyd's going to be able to win. How are they going to make it pull it off? And uh, he pulled out the knuckles at the end. But it was a very entertaining few rounds of action. I mean, he was jumping off the top rope, get, getting caught, and... You know, there's a lot of things that did happen in that match that were interesting. Not a classic by any means, but interest. Was it was there. entertaining. Yeah, it yeah. was there. They worked with what they could, and they made something out of it. Yeah. And that's what you do. You take advantage of your celebrity the best way you can. And uh, that's something that worked out.
0: And that was an instance where, like I said earlier, the celebrity's got to get lost in it and get uh, and go all in for the moment to be good. And Mayweather played that up to perfection. He's naturally... Easily unlikable, unlikable by a lot of you know mainstream media and then the sports media. Um, so it was very easy for him to play a good bad guy um, at, at that WrestleMania that year against Big Show.
2: Yeah, and I think too, like Tyson and like with Mayweather, like the they like caught some of these celebrities at like the perfect time of their popularity. Yeah, you know what I mean especially Tyson, Mr. T, even but Mike, you know, common thread with all those guys actually. But uh, with that being said, like. You know, Floyd Mayweather was caught at a perfect time. He had just come off, you know, two mega fights where he got paid big money and sold a lot of pay-per-views. So, especially at that time when pay-per-view was such a huge driver of business for the for the WWE, like, let's get that guy. That makes yeah. sense. Even on a, just a business level, you know. But, like, there's, I think that, again, it's, that makes some of the impact is when they catch these guys. Uh, a good example of people that they caught, like, on the downturn, like Jennifer Flowers. Who the cares about jennifer flowers you can cuss. You know what it's i mean okay. <laughs> I, know, right? I don't know why i even just yeah. thought i couldn't uh <laughs> who cares about jennifer flowers at this point did i care about jennifer flowers a year earlier maybe a little bit if she if she took her story to wwe rather than you know the, the tabloids or whoever sure but yeah that's you know what i mean like there's a certain wave you got to jump on at a certain time where like remember when they had um they extended their invitation to michael sam on monday night raw
0: michael sam
2: the 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 Open League A football player yeah. who got drafted oh, yeah. in the NFL. Oh, okay. Like, why? Yeah. Why? That was, like, to me, an instance of, why is the WWE jumping into that water? Yeah. Versus, like, oh, Michael Sam could easily collect a payday and tell his story, but, like, what does this have to do with anything that we need to know about him wrestling? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is the WWE trying to, you know... Cash in, yeah.
1: Like, get John Wayne Bobbitt? Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> yeah,
2: like. Sometimes it works, sometimes yeah. it doesn't, and I think it has everything to do with timing. Like, you get a guy when they're on the rise, and it, and it works off. But if you don't, and you get somebody who just came down from that high, not as much impact. Yeah. yeah. Then you have to the, the way. Then you have to present them differently to make it not come off poorly. You know.
1: They Here. could have done something good with Shaquille O'Neal. Back in the day. But then, yes. yes. It was a little too late. Nobody cared about him. And he even did the battle royal. Nobody cared. It wasn't even a big deal. Yeah, that's right. But if right. he was going to fight Big Show, you know, six, seven years ago or whatever, when he was in his prime, before he got big and heavy and retired... A whole different story. People
0: would have been more into it, yeah. And they're kinda of missing Absolutely. the boat on that one. Yeah. Seems like the perfect storm of catching someone when their popularity has really risen um, is was during a time period when when at least WWE and WrestleMania weren't relying so heavy on the celebrities to attract them was when they brought the rock back. Mm-hmm. Um, in twenty in twenty eleven, uh for, for WrestleMania twenty seven. We were all in attendance for that and that would you know further catapult his involvement with the company the following year with Cena and, you know, those two matches that they had in 2012 and 2013. But rock was, you know, really for the first few years of his movie career, people were like, go back to wrestling or at least a lot of wrestling fans wanted him to come back. But he, he wasn't as obviously he wasn't as big a star as he is currently today. But um, when he got involved in the fast and furious franchise, is when things really started to pick up for his his uh, his stardom in Hollywood. And that was around the same time when they called him to come back to host that WrestleMania. Yeah, you could argue that
2: his involvement with WWE, while it helped WWE in, you know, for everything they try to accomplish on a you know on a success level for WrestleMania, you could argue it revived the rock's involvement and its its exposure to the um to WrestleMania, his involvement with Fast and Furious revived that brand. Yeah, that whole that whole movie series was a joke. Now, and I and I after I the first one, yeah, <laughs> like after like the first two, like they just tried to pump them out and they weren't good, and you could tell it was like a dead brand. And then the Rock gets in, he takes that brand to WWE to be exposed to a worldwide audience, and the Fast and the Furious is still making movies, you know, breaking records. So you could almost argue that WWE was the celebrity for Fast and Furious. Right.
1: And they yeah. even gave him the title eleven years after he retired. He won the championship and took it to WrestleMania yeah, to defend yep. the title. So yeah. that, that showed that you know getting involved as a celebrity, but committing for you know right up in. Through a couple month period, he won at the rumble. I think it was. They had the yep. best.
0: They had the best of both worlds when it came to his involvement because he was homegrown from from that company. He started out in wrestling and then he became a big draw and a, a box office attraction in Hollywood. Um, so they had someone that was you know experienced, willing to go all in, and at the same time, his celebrity status attracted more eyeballs from Hollywood to wrestling, especially um, going into the Miami WrestleMania in 2012 with his match with Cena. It had that very... Um, at the time, that Twilight movie was very popular, so it kind of had that, like... Um, because there's the, there's Jacob and then there's another person from those Twilight movies, the the New Moon or whatever the fuck they are, and yeah. there's there's different characters and like the marketing campaigns for those movies were like, whose side are you on? Are you on Jacob's side? Are you on the other guy's side? And WWE kind of took that uh, a, a page out of that book and marketed, even though it was in The Rock's hometown, are you with Cena? Or are you yeah. with the Rock? C Nation or Team Bring It? Yeah, you know, and we all three of us were there for for that WrestleMania, and I just remember feeling this—I don't know—I felt this this wave of energy just for that match alone because Rock was coming back. It was in his hometown, and he was—you know—he had made you know a big name for himself in Hollywood, and it was against the guy who was. Another lightning rod of controversy amongst hardcore fans, John Cena, and the biggest star. And yeah, I mean, and easily I mean, the biggest star. biggest yes, star.: Absolutely. Sure. But I just remember feeling this wave of momentum that I had felt when I was a kid going back to watching Hogan and Andre, and how well that was built up. I felt like a year in advance, and we were also there for that too. Man, the announcement one year: ahead. Yeah, announcing it one year ahead. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I thought me too. that was awesome. And we all know. looked at each Magical. other like, we're going next year. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Even though we had a rough weekend in Atlanta, yeah. we were going the following yeah. year. But, yeah, to me, I felt like um, they kind of, with the Rocks' involvement, um, they really had a perfect storm for, like, all the stars aligning. And they were going to benefit on a number of levels with his involvement, Um and his celebrity status involving in in WrestleMania. Bill, you kind of brought this up earlier. Um, We've really kind of covered the gamut of the good and the bad when it came to WrestleMania celebrities, but WCW dipped their toes in the water with celebrity involvement. Um, You mentioned Dennis Rodman. You mentioned Jay Leno. Talk to me a little bit about your memories on some of the uh, celebrities that were involved uh, in WCW. The
1: the celebrities that they had, they just didn't do it right. It just seemed like they were just picking anybody they could and just have them go to the ring with Hogan or do something stupid on a talk show with Jay Leno. They try to get some involvement because of the eyeballs Mm -hmm. by picking the people and spending the money, but does there anything that really stands out that WCW did with a celebrity? I don't think so.
0: Um. I, I mean I understand where you're coming from We're with like the Hogan Rodman thing, but like the following year when they had Hogan Rodman against DDP and Carl Malone, yeah, because Malone and Rodman they both their teams faced off in the NBA Finals that a was, month prior.
1: That's probably so they had a, and
0: they had a good scrap that made news yeah, too. They even Malone, mentioned yeah. I remember watching that game and they had a good like you said they had a good scrap and they both got you know intertwined with each other with their yeah. legs and fight over the ball and I think Bob Costas was like just an early preview of their wrestling match that's set to take. Place next month yeah. for for for, Thanks, for World Championship Wrestling, yeah, but yeah, that was Bob a great. Bob Costas, the
2: above it all, yeah. won't dip his water in that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, whatever.
1: Bob Costas can't hate Bob.
2: I love you, Bob. I know you're listening. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but we're talking about celebrity involvement in WCW. Really, just a few years of things that are noteworthy. Where we could talk about WWE for decades and decades of involvement, and that's all we've talked about. We just scratched the surface with WCW because there's not much to talk about.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I think that speaks to like like you said, they just did it wrong in WCW, and I think that speaks to like why the WWE, part of why the WWE still exists and WCW doesn't. They just know they're just there's a pro level of professionalism that there that is that they have in WWE. I'm not talking who books who and who goes over and politics this and who's you know sleeping with who, all that n- nonsense. I'm talking about just the level of professionalism in a in a business. Where they know that they have they're, they're dealing with personalities and talent. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember watching uh, an interview or a DVD interview with Bob Eucher, which I can't believe we didn't mention him until now. No, one of the best WWE celebrities ever, also in the Hall of Fame. I love Bob Eucher. Um, the Uke. Yes, and he had mentioned and they and they had a segment and this was about WrestleMania and they had a segment about the celebrities. Um, and he probably did this interview when he got inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. But he, he, he said, like, this place is amazing. Like, just the – I walk in here and just the level of professionalism and just the, the quality, the, how they take care of you here. Like, this is – like, that's why they, they just know how to do it. They just know how to take care of people. And, and and I'm sure there's a lot of massaging egos to get there, but they just know how to do it because it's the best it, – the end results the best for everybody versus what WCW was doing was, well, we're paying you, so we have to do this, or, oh, you have to do that, or, oh, I'm not doing that, or – there's a, It's just too. It's too on. There's no structure right. there. Obviously, there was not. There was never any structure. And I think that's, where? again, the the celebrity aspect of WWE is just so. Most, is we don't understand how important that is, as much as. And I get it, but I think a guy like Bob Eucher does. Yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. That's a good point. Yeah. Um,
0: you. We talked about you know the, like it was it, you know how it wasn't done right by WCW. Um. I know a lot of people have brought up the Jay Leno and, and, and the David Arquette's and their involvement. Um, the setup, yes, with with Leno may have been a little hokey when Bischoff did that mock Tonight Show on Nitro. But do you think if if do you think people would react as negatively towards Jay Leno's um, involvement in wrestling had he not put Hulk Hogan in an arm lock and it made the papers?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough to say, but they did do it just to get. Those the press from uh, doing that event. They, they put first of all they put it in Sturgis, <laughs> so that's a yeah. They weren't to... selling
2: <laughs> tickets to that show. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, Kind yeah. of part of the the they game plan, it. the playbook is to sell tickets. Yeah, right. They never sold a ticket for it's that great. show. Yeah. yeah,
1: match. First of all, I don't know. it just well, I
2: know he's a big biker ge- gearhead, right, Jay Leno? So maybe that was another thing. That was that was that was the. Now that the, I think the, about yeah, it, I
0: don't think the Yeah, but the bikers were going to go there regardless. Right. They yeah,
2: right. Yeah, Jay Leno wasn't putting it over there. Oh shit, honey. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm skipping this here. Oh, Leno's going to be there? Oh, never mind,
1: yeah. <laughs> Let's gotta... go. Pack your bags. I'm going to leave all the cars in the garage and take the bike out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, and, and Arquette, like we kind of talked about earlier, um, his involvement with the Ready to Rumble movie um, and then eventually winning the WCW title. Um, it
1: got a lot of talk. It, but it did. did draw a
0: Right? Well, no. It well, WCW wasn't drawing a dime and regardless. That but the movie sucked. The movie's but got like a, seen it. it's the, a kid movie. The movie's got like a Dumb and Dumber kind of quality yeah. to it, but with pro wrestling. Yeah, that's a mean? good way to put it. Actually, like, that that that's how I look at that movie. Nothing more, nothing less. Um, you know, but at least in the in the short term, Arquette's run with the title was short lived, and they managed to you know get. Get the belt off of him uh, fairly quickly. He's um, a better
1: champion than Vince Russo was.
0: Yeah. At least, yeah, least <laughs> he's def- not saying much. Yeah. At least he defended it in that yeah. triple cage of doom with Jeff Jarrett and DDP. Um, let's move on to another subject involving celebrities. And this is something that um, had, had quite the run in WWE beginning in 2009 the era of the guest host for Monday Night Raw. Um, we kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier um, when we talked about celebrity involvement and some of the the, the worst celebrity involvement. Um, give me some of your memories, Bill, regarding Raw's guest host on a weekly basis. I believe it ran for like, what, two or three years?
1: It was, uh, Roughly, I liked it yeah. because... I, it was hit or miss. You yep. wanted to know who was going to be the guest host, but when you found out it was somebody you didn't care for, it was miss. Yeah. But if the Muppets are going to be on for the first time, what are the skits going to be like? If they did um, Bob Barker,
0: that was great. That was yeah. one of the best ones I've the ever price seen. Prices raw. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Jericho coming out there, and it was just there's a lot of moments that were done, and then there's a lot of things that you just cannot remember because all people were doing is going on to plug their own stick for yep. what they were doing and promoting a movie or whatever it was. So I could have done without the guest host thing as a every week where you have a new guest host. Maybe well, once the in a while, it, we, well,
2: I'm the opposite. Did you
1: like them all though?
2: No, and that's not. I don't oh, think yeah. that was the idea. But I think I wish they did it to this day, because, like I said, it the interest, good or bad, in this train wreck of a world we live in, of watching videos of. Anything. Pick a thing where someone does it really poorly or ba- or amazingly.
0: Children eating Tide Pods. Yeah.
2: Or someone, <laughs> you know, someone yelling at the grocery clerk. Yeah. If, if someone puts that on video, that's going to get hits because it's you know what I mean? just stuff like that. Like, but obviously you want to hit home runs, and I think like we said, the level of professionalism and the the structure of the WWE, I think, gives them a chance to bring in people. And I wish they did it every week. I wish, I wish that was kind of the model. of The show is that, that you had a guest host of Monday Night Raw. SmackDown could be its own thing. You know, SmackDown could have a, a general manager. I think but like, that would
1: challenge the writers too much, though. To, to
2: probably put would a
1: different personality involved into the stories every single week. That would absolutely,
2: and I'm sure, and I'm sure it did, and I'm sure that had a lot to do with why they don't do it. Right. Um, but I don't. know. I feel like it would just make the show, especially in this brand split era, I mean, it would make that show different. It is still like it or not regardless of what happens with Fox and SmackDown Monday Night Raw is the epicenter of the pro wrestling universe you know I don't care about Tuesday Night Dynamite or All Elite this or whatever <laughs> if it happens on Monday Night Raw everybody knows about it good or bad right. so to me I just think it would be I I just think it would be really rad it would be like a cool way to to really use the power of the WWE like they did before this is obviously not an old thing that we're talking about or a new thing, that is. I just I liked it. I really did. There was good ones, there was bad ones. But like I said, it's like Saturday Night Live. You know, one of the most watched television shows on TV to this day. For a very, very long time. Yeah, over 40 for, years. Over 40 years. Yeah. Um, WWE running it raw will be the same way. And it's more than halfway there. Um, but I think that would be a great way to really mark that show as, as, as destination programming in pop culture. Versus just destination programming or pro wrestling.
0: What I didn't... You know, we talked about hit or misses when it came to that. Um what I didn't really care for when it came to the, the the guest host element was the fact that there were times when they had guest hosts that would interact with the talent, that would be, you know, part of the story for one night, um, whether they were, you know, legends, you know, old you know, wrestling legends or like we've said celebrities, television stars, actors, athletes. Um But then there would be some of the hosts that Number one, we're obviously just doing it for a payday. But I didn't really care for the fact that sometimes these hosts didn't really portray the host role. They would, either, they would come out and they would plug their shit for like... 10, 15 minutes in a segment, and then they'd be done with it, when the perception for me as a fan was was that the guest host was the guy in charge for the night, why aren't you doing anything yeah. to display your, your your role as the guest boss, so yeah, to speak? Yeah, I agree you know, with that. Like, I remember they had, um oh, shit, who did they have that was involved, um... There, I, off the top of my head i really don't remember but i want to say it was there was there was a rapper um that literally came out promoted his album and that was the end of it <laughs> like no one like didn't even make a match you know or get involved in a, in, a, in an angle you know w- with with a couple of guys it might have been um when we went to that raw in in uh, 2009 in hartford
2: timberland timberland yeah timberland i don't yeah. even think
0: I- he did anything except
2: just appear for the live audience and promote his album. And promote that was his it.
0: album and that was it. Maybe he had a vignette
2: backstage where he was flirting one of the girls. Did he announce the main? Because the main event of that mattress. Mattress and
0: John Cena for the title. For the announce- title, yeah, he was he, like yeah. was okay, the ring announcer. So, for that. All right, sorry, but so, I mean, but still, there's other celebrities that have had like had involvement in the show that weren't really involved with the talent. They would just come out promote their shit and then see you well, later. Well, that was the end of well, it. Well, I remember the, the the concept originally started with Donald Trump yeah yep. Donald Trump was per,
2: had purchased Monday Night Raw and, and had decided, obviously, he wasn't going to be there every week. And, oh, we're going to have guest hosts on the show and blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of the storyline reason for how they, they went went about it. Yeah. But if you remember, when they started the concept, it was that. It was, you know, guest person. It, they were the guest general manager the of boss. Raw. Yeah. But I think, and maybe I'm wrong... Um, Probably with a lot of the challenges you said, Bill, that 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 happened with with the writers and the talent that they have booked. I don't know if maybe they just felt they were too tied down to that general manager role for every single talent every week. And because eventually they changed it to guest host, where they just showed up and it was kind of free reign as to what their involvement on the show was going to be. And I think that's where you have got a lot of the. Well,
1: well I mean, I'm how just, do you write Betty White into a storyline for a three-hour episode?
2: Yeah, right, right—an ongoing one. You got to right. just the train's moving. You gotta her train's got to get on it. Yeah,
1: out there and said a few things, and that was it. That yeah. was just Al Sharpton. Yeah,
2: another one that was real shitty. Right. like I remember one with—I remember the Jerry Springer one. That's where that's probably one of my least favorite ones because yeah, they like exactly. created that like fake Jerry Springer episode in the ring. Where, like so and so was sleeping. Like they created like a storyline. You know how like J- oh yeah, and like yeah. Mickey James is like or Eva Mendes is like oh, I'm pregnant with your baby, and it oh, was like yeah. oh, and then like they had the little Jerry Springer brawl, and then Springer did his final thoughts. Like
0: yeah. <laughs> that was one of the poor Jewel. You remember? I remember Jewel? Jewel. That
2: one was pretty uh, shitty
0: too. Yeah, where she did like the the mechanical bull contest with Big Show on yeah. the bull. <laughs> like, that was pretty fucking stupid. Um, and Some I things are just best for the live audience and not for the TV.
2: Yeah. Because <laughs> if I was there at that show and I saw that, that'd be like, oh, that's pretty funny. You know, that's cool, but... yeah.
1: And most every week you watch Raw, there's always a celebrity in the audience anyway. So if you want to just, you know, give them a little... Spot on the show and have uh, somebody walk down to the ringside area and interview them. That's fine with me too. Yeah, if you want to do that, but it's just tough to to write people into uh, different people too because you're, yeah, you're dealing with too many personalities from all different ways. Some care about getting involved, and some yeah. just don't. Yeah, the, the
2: range is the ranges are you know you're getting Betty you you're Betty White to Floyd Mayweather. You know, it's your range. You know, you know what it, I mean? You
0: know, it was a good guest host that that had prior involvement with WWE. Mark Cuban from the Dallas Mavericks, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, he had and, a guest. Ho- he hosted. Mark it. Cuban took a few bumps. Yep. With, with, from some of those guys. And I remember the Survivor Series. He took an RKO. From he took Randy an Orton. RKO from Randy Orton at the 2003 Survivor Series, mm-hmm. and then he was also involved in. Um, I want to say he did something with Sheamus. I think Sheamus either put him through a table or kicked him in the head. Yeah. Uh, but Mark Cuban like took some serious bumps, and you know that to me was like a perfect example of like your role, like Mark Cuban, first of all, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, very controversial figure in basketball, um, a a self-made billionaire and, you know, someone that has a level of charisma that could that could hang in the pro wrestling world. And I thought he was one of those instances, even for one night only. He did a very good job in his role as the quote unquote boss even to the point where I said taking a few bumps and getting physical with some of the guys not yeah. to the point where you're like oh my god i can't believe mark cuban suplexed this guy yeah. but more or less like oh wow that's pretty cool mark cuban took a back bump through a table by so and so you know because
2: those are the things that you know going you know in the most um, raw sense of why we do it and i don't no pun intended with raw but um the most like you know, pure sense of why they do that stuff, it's it's to get the headline on SportsCenter. It's to get the USA Today front page or whatever, you know what I mean? So that's what they want. They want that, like, send-off memorable moment, whether it's, you know, Betty White, you know, saying she's going to kick somebody's ass or, you know, Bob Barker playing the prices Bob or whatever. They just want that one little moment. And you can almost tell in some of those that they were trying very, very hard to, like, hit that cue to, like, let's get that. Moment, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: well, they kind of used WrestleMania season with NBC very well, and uh, you know, they even had uh, Kathy and Hoda. I remember, they did WrestleMania and uh, talk show, the talk show girls in the morning. But oh, they have, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, what they, they, they do after Mania, they always have the champions fly to the today it show, is, yeah. the next morning, yeah. So,
0: yeah, Al Roker had a spot on WrestleMania recently, a few years ago, introducing uh John Cena and uh Chocolate Thunder, Dull- he called himself Chocolate Thunder, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty stupid. Um yeah, so it seems like in recent years the celebrity involvement has kind of when it comes to to obviously the raw guest host and WrestleMania hasn't been as heavy as it used to be back in the day. But um all right, so these last four subject points here Um, Just simple questions, your thoughts on, you know, the most impactful celebrity moment and why, the worst celebrity involvement and why, your favorite moment involving a celebrity in wrestling, and then we'll close it out discussing the always controversial celebrity wing of the WWE Hall of Fame. So why don't we go first with Bill, in your mind, the most impactful celebrity moment in wrestling history?
1: It's probably going to go with... Mike Tyson. It could be the Mr. T because it was what started it all, uh-huh. and it, if, if that didn't happen successfully, WrestleMania won, it might have not been around wrestling the way it is today. Mm-hmm. However, I think that changing the whole way the business was back when uh, Mike Tyson got involved, that really made wrestling as big as it is today. So I'm going to go with Mike Tyson being... Plus, he was a better fit for what they did. Mr. T was... He was great, and he got involved, but... Mike Tyson, like you said, you didn't know where it was going, but he was a badass and he was hot off of the, yeah, chewing uh, ears and everything else, so <laughs> I'm gonna go with Tyson as just that, that thing that turned it all around.
2: Uh, I have to agree. Um, I think though in and, and and second place or first place, you know, one or two would have to be, you know, WrestleMania One's involvement with celebrities. It, it it's um so much of the foundation of like I've said so much during this not just WrestleMania but WWE um, the entertainment value that the organization provides is so rooted in celebrities, and those um, those are ones definitely are the most remembered and definitely the most impactful, just even if you don't appreciate them. They're there. We're here enjoying a lot of what we enjoy because of those ones, for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I would have to say that's a sweep across the board. I'd have to go with Tyson, although I, I do have a soft spot for the celebrity involvement in WrestleMania 1, and here's why. Um, at the time you know cable television was just becoming a thing MTV had just started music television music videos was a was a brand new thing the the rock and wrestling connection and those genres coming together really put wrestling on the map whereas in 1998 Mike Tyson's involvement and the way that the product of professional wrestling in general was displayed a little bit differently it kind of brought it you know from out of the wilderness into the promised land so in some regards you could say that they both equally have the most impactful um that they that they're the most impactful celebrity moments in wrestling um but on two different levels but it, like you said Bill wrestling's never been the same since Tyson's involvement um but it, well, I can go back and say that maybe wrestling wasn't, you know, the same after WrestleMania one and Mr. T's involvement. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm in agreement with you both here, but at the same time, I'm a little torn here because I feel like the the celebrity involvement WrestleMania one, uh, especially with Mr. T doesn't, uh, doesn't really get enough credit that, that, that it should, at least in wrestling history. Oh, no. Yeah.
2: I, I, I would say you're right. Um, I just think maybe the uh, we're more like where we were in 1998 than we were in 1985. Than we are than 1985. Yeah, so I think point. that's kind of where Mike Tyson yeah. gets the edge. I think. Again, that, to me, this is you know this is apples and oranges, yeah. literally. Oh yeah. Um, but I think yeah. I think that's kind of the difference maker. Is that okay. it is more ninety eight than it is eighty
0: five. All right, good point. In some so, respects, right. in the wrestling world. Fine. All right. No, you know, you know, you you kind of put it in perspective there. So I guess I would have to. Yeah, sweep across the board. Mike Tyson's involvement for WrestleMania fourteen. All right, we'll start with you, Justin. The worst celebrity moment in wrestling history and why? Jeez, that's hard. I have to
2: think about There's that so one. Many. There's so many bad ones that you just. <laughs> Just tr- your brain just blocks out traumatic if moments you in your me life. You want to jump if you can't think please, please, yeah. You want
0: to jump in?
1: I'm gonna go with Drew Carey in the Royal Rumble. I don't know. I just think that him being involved in, in just you know as a wrestler, it, it's just it was just stupid. You know to see that. Was it impactful? No, but it's just something. When I saw that happening, he comes running out. I don't think that it had any place. Okay, I'm
2: gonna have to pick. I'm gonna have to take it away from you a little bit. Not Drew Carey in the Royal Rumble, but Drew Carey in the Hall of Fame That's is the long. worst celebrity involvement. We'll we're gonna involvement. get there. Um, yeah. <laughs> to me, that that I liked Drew Carey in the Royal Rumble. I thought it was like I talked about before. This is this universe that WWE's created that Vince McMahon owns, and people come and go, and you never know who's going to show up. And it at least made it seem like that Drew Carey cared about the Royal Rumble enough on television to to want to be in it. And then when he realized what he got himself into, you know, as you saw in the presentation he quickly left but at least it made something matter more than just to us it mattered to people outside the world so the fact that you never know who's coming in it's just kind of the way the the, the wwe universe operates the universe we live in that is is kind of why i kind of liked it um every, the expectations weren't high anyways him being in the hall of fame is definitely the worst and we'll i'll yeah we'll, we'll get will jump
0: here. on that in a minute um i'm gonna go with jay leno Just by the fact that he put Hulk Hogan in a wrist lock and made the cover of USA Today. And, you know, when I was thinking about, you know, my choice for the worst celebrity moment, I kind of factored in Arquette. But the way that Leno was presented and portrayed in that match, it was almost like he was portrayed like he was a fucking equal to Hogan and Bischoff in the tag match, whereas Arquette. He got his ass kicked in the, in, in the match before he was awarded the belt, and it was a fluke. And his reaction was like, oh, my God, I'm the WCW champion? What the hell's going on? Whereas Leno is, like, reveling in the fact that he's got Hogan in this arm bar, and then he does the worst pinning combination to Bischoff ever to go for the finish. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jay Leno as the worst celebrity moment um,
1: I'm going to agree with you. In that. wrestling I history. I really am. I have to agree with you on that Now <laughs> <laughs> that it's put into it context, yeah, fine. I agree <laughs> with
0: that. All right. All right, so you take <laughs> yours back. Okay. Um, your favorite celebrity moment in wrestling? Oh, man. The one you enjoyed the most?
1: I, I'm going to go with Barker just because it didn't, it was just that one random show where the celebrity guest host was there and Bob Barker comes out. And I've always, as a little kid, when I was in my younger days, watched Price is Right with my grandparents. I watch it we every all single day. Yeah, we game. all did. I watch it every single day. So to see Bob with that little tiny microphone stand with the little and it just playing as they did their thing and they had a skit going. I thought it was totally enjoyable for twenty minutes that he was on TV and Jericho's interaction with him and everything else. Those are those moments that you you can watch it again a few more times and, and still be entertained by it. So it stuck in my head.
2: Uh. So. I have to give. I don't know if this counts as a celebrity moment anymore because Ronda Rousey is now a full-time member of the roster, but I think she put on the best performance of a outsider celebrity of anybody in a, in a match ever in history. You know, and I would mm-hmm. say I would I would cross over and say that her debut for anybody who's ever wrestled for the first time in a match is as good as there's ever been. So I think there's got to be a little bit of appreciation for that on the on uh, given the topic. Um, but to to stay more on track with moments, celebrities, and and the and and, and the like, uh, Floyd Mayweather's interaction with the Big Show and No Way Out, in two thousand eight, when he broke his nose, to me. Because we were watching that live, I think we were at a Hooters. We were in a Hooters, um, and it's not like you knew Floyd Mayweather was in the audience that night. They showed him late. They showed him like he made a cameo beforehand with the, Mysterio Yeah, on the you neck. did yeah. You, you weren't. You weren't thinking he was getting involved. That was the furthest thing from your mind. Yeah. Um, and just the, it looked so real. Obviously, he really did punch him. He really did break his nose. But, but like, the
0: commentators didn't say anything. Yeah, like happening. and
2: Big Show gets up after getting knocked out and chases after them, and he looks like. He's pissed. He's pissed that, yeah. like, you weren't supposed to break my nose. Yeah. And, and the way that Floyd Mayweather's entourage fucking scattered to me was, like, they were like, fuck, we pissed him off. Yeah. Like, for real. Yeah. To the point where I was like, oh, my God, I don't think that was supposed to. Some, like, of, them,
0: some of them tripped and were crawling on the yeah, floor. Yeah, like,
2: they were trying to get They couldn't out get out of the fast To the enough. point where I was like, okay, clearly they're shooting an angle here, and it clearly is going go to go to something bigger. Yeah. But I don't think it was supposed to happen that way as 100% the way, like that wasn't the way they rehearsed it. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but the way it came off was like that kicked off. What in my opinion is one of my favorite celebrity involvements in a WrestleMania as well with Floyd Mayweather at the David and Goliath is obviously the great, you know, the, the great story that gets told forever and ever, but it all started right there. At no way out that, that moment that got us there started at no way out. It That's was amazing. A good
0: one. That, that, that is a good one. Um, I'm going to we talked about it earlier at the beginning of this and I'm going to go with Lawrence Taylor's involvement at WrestleMania against Bam Bam Bigelow um on a number of fronts because it was very personal for me as a fan. Number 1, it was wrestling and that's my 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 first love growing up. Um it was in our hometown of Hartford, Connecticut, and I was a New York Giants fan, and I grew up watching Lawrence Taylor play football. So it was one of those situations where it very it felt like that's my guy. You know what I mean? And he's and he's he's wrestling in, in my you know in my imaginative imaginary world of wrestling. You know what I mean? Like kids at school, not many of them that I grew up with watched wrestling. So when they had heard that Lawrence Taylor was going to be a part of WrestleMania, they were like, well who's Lawrence Taylor and you know it's it, WrestleMania in Connecticut it's in Hartford and so it just felt very like it, it had like a personal feeling for me that I just thought that like you know I grew up as a as a giants fan LT was my favorite player still is to this day um and you know being in Hartford wrestling the stars were aligned yeah. and Hard I just thought that and 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 I also feel like too that you know Obviously, there was going to be some questions in, in in people's mind as to how well he was going to be able to perform. I just remember at 12 years old thinking to myself, well, it's not going to be a wrestling match. It's going to be a fight. Like, he's going to fight him. So I didn't expect LT to jump off the second rope and deliver an elbow. I didn't expect him to powerbomb Bam Bam Bigelow. It came off very realistic. And people will argue Sean and Diesel should have been that main event. I disagree. Mm-hmm. LT and Bigelow was what drew it, and it made sense. It was just a fight. It was realistic. It, was, it, it brought a sense of realism to the story that they were telling. So if, if I'm going to pick a favorite, that's it for me, LT at WrestleMania 11. Yeah, yeah that's our a different point of
1: view on that, though. Okay. I wasn't an LT fan. I was a, you know, I, that's not my team. So I wanted to see Bigelow put a on <laughs> And I, I wanted to see Bigelow when he hit that moonsault. For Look those of you down, that are, are listening,
0: count? Bill's referring to the ISIS of the National Football League, known as the Dallas. Ah, oh, 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 man! It. I had to keep Ooh. that under wraps. But, all right.
1: <laughs> I am.
2: Uh... Wave your flag, man. Come on. <laughs>
1: okay. Well. Yeah. Anyways, I wanted to see when when he hit the moonsault on him. I, I wanted the one, two, three. I wanted this guy to lose. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I thought that his performance in the match, don't get me wrong, he, he did all right. He was windy, though. salt and pepper we oh, barely yeah. danced with him at the end of the match. <laughs> so, uh, Forgot about that. But, uh, you know, respect where it was due at the end. He he pulled it off it was, it was as good as you could expect for a celebrity that does not wrestle. So, yep. you know, I, I tip my hat off to him for doing that. Very cool,
0: very cool. All right, let's close this out with uh, a little bit of talk of the celebrity wing of the WWE Hall of Fame uh, with the WWE Hall of Fame approaching uh, coming up in April with WrestleMania. Uh, they always drag out some celebrity to be a part of it, whether they were involved in wrestling minute, in, a, in a minute manner or if they had a significant role in years prior or if they're just picking someone that just, you know, they... That You know, wants to promote their shit or whatever. Um, You kind of talked about it earlier, Justin. Drew Carey and his involvement um, as you know in the celebrity wing of the WWE Hall of Fame in 2011. Easily the worst. Yeah, easily the worst involvement to
2: me. The not just in the Hall of Fame, but (laughs) his him being in the Hall of Fame, I think crosses over to that earlier question of worst celebrity involvement because it's great to put him in the Royal Rumble. I like it. You could even he could have it could have been terrible actually you know like that that's different but yep. there is a little bit of um territory that they they cross into and that i believe is, is a little bit more sacred in the hall of fame and it made me realize at that point it kind of gave me a different view on the hall of fame the hall of is just a vehicle to promote and and dust off new acts and or old acts and and make them new again and and jim and a celebrity's involvement is like you said to to shill a product to to um to get something out there, and if I remember, I don't remember what the show was that he was doing. But Price very is much right, I think it was. It was not yes. the Price is Right. It was oh, something was it? else. Really? It was, another, it was. It was another. Oh, Taylor, it, no deal or No Deal? It, it was another. It was oh, another thing he was doing. Okay. I don't remember what it was, and I'm sure it doesn't exist anymore. Um, but so much of the are vignettes, you talking
0: about what he was doing when he was in the Rumble or what? He no, when he got into the Hall of Hall Fame, it are wasn't the Price sh- is Right. Are you sure? Um, but he was already on Price is Right. Um, okay, alright, so there was something else seems I mean, to please in. correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm
2: very sure almost positive of that, okay. so anyways um, so much of that vi- those vignettes too, when they announce Hall of Famers it's it's a great nostalgic throwback to kind of get you ready for when they get inducted, and, and so much of that video could have been very well done with just what he did with yeah. the, Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble, but yeah. about a half of that was devoted to, and you'll see Drew Carey on this thing coming this spring, and it was like yeah. What are we doing here? If they had just put him in the Hall of Fame and really kind of driven the narrative around his involvement in the War Rumble, I could buy that. You know, kicking and screaming, I could buy that. But when it be when you now make half of his reason for being there, more than half about to what plug you, shit that is nothing to do with us. Yeah. in the Hall of Fame, not on Monday Night Raw, yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's right. That's and I'm a guy who doesn't really I'm very laissez-faire, but that's where I'm like, mm, this, oh, this hall of fame ain't what I thought it was. It's just it's a it's a show and a and a, and a vehicle to promote, and that's great. But to me, it's I just I, that- I take that seriously. I dress up for that shit yeah. when I
0: go over here. So most people don't nowadays. Yeah. from what you're, from I got what you've one word
1: to, do, to put on to that Snooky. Isn't she in the Hall of Fame? No, no, but no Don't, don't, don't fucking say it, man! Okay. Yeah. Right. Don't fucking put sure. it out there in the universe. <laughs> it's
2: out there now. Fuck. She, she, she was in New Jersey right. too. For all we know, this right. year she could go in. I just I yeah.
1: making sure because Crap. I, just wanted, I didn't know if she was in her.
2: You're not. You were not welcome back if she gets in this year.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not even my show, and I'm telling you that you are not welcome back.
0: <laughs> um, I just remember when he went. I mean, obviously, I wasn't thrilled with it either. Um, I tried to rationalize it in my mind. Like, oh, well, he had a spot in the Royal Rumble, you know. But like you said, when the, the majority of that highlight package was, you know, you know, Price is Right, whose line is it anyways, the Drew Carey show, and then see him on this, it was like, all right, you know, fuck what he did in the Royal Rumble, you know. Yeah. Like they didn't give a shit. But um, I just remember, I think I got up to use the bathroom during a good portion of that speech. But when he got up there, every time he spoke... The, the the crowd booed the shit out of him. But there were even points in his speech that I remember, and I'm surprised I remember this, considering the amount of drinking we all did that weekend. Um, the... Uh, oh, shit. Um, the fact that, like, he was even, like, a little perplexed that he was getting into the Hall of Fame. Like, he didn't really know what to make of it. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I'm sure that, you know... He agreed to, you know, him and his people, you know, negotiated this and agreed to this deal. Even he was like, huh? Like, you know, he just kind of had that vibe to like, I really don't know what to say. I guess, like, thank you for this honor. I guess, like, it was just WWE's he,
2: really cool and nice. Yeah, like, very he, professional. Like,
0: the, I'm really surprised that I got this. Like, he would he just kind of had that vibe of like, he didn't even know what to make of it. So that was a that's that's probably like you said the worst. If that's your worst celebrity, is that your worst celebrity involvement? No, that's. That is my worst celebrity my worst involvement, involvement, but we're but back on the Hall of probably Fame. The worst, probably the worst celebrity Hall of Fame inductee. And there's been some doozies over the years. Uh, Kid Rock. I was just going to say that. Snoop but Dogg. But that wouldn't make sense. Well, all right, so, all right, so, so you said Kid
1: Rock. That's, Why should he be in there? Because he's a performer on their shows? What did he do? What did he do in professional wrestling? That's At all? Yeah, no, I. I well, what did any of
0: them do? I'm right there with you. Well, that's the thing. He like dude, if, if there
1: maniac- was if
0: there was a set criteria of what guys did, then you then we could probably count on maybe both of our hands the amount of people that would deserve to be in the celebrity sure, ring. Sure, but but at the you same know? time like you look at like a Hall of Fame like the baseball Hall of Fame. There's a
2: writers wing for that for you
0: know, what is it? What has Peter
2: Gammons ever done in baseball? You know what I mean? He's never had a home run or stepped up to the plate, but he's he's in the Hall of Fame. And I think people understand that place for his role in regards to what it does for baseball. So, I think that's what the celebrity role is. Like I said, we underestimate that about what the, the the power of what a celebrity's done for events like WrestleMania and the WWE as a whole. So when a guy like Kid Rock shows up and and has been there consistently, you know what I mean, over the years, fifteen twenty years of just intermittent things, I can't get behind that. That makes sense. I'm not calling him a Hall of Famer. He doesn't get the respect of a Hall of Famer at the level of a Hulk Hogan or a Roddy Piper or you know, yeah. legends. He just, they don't get that. It's, it's a nice acknowledgement wing of thank you for, your, for your, what you offered the industry. And to go back to, like, well, not go back, but, you know, kind of the, the evolvement of, like, people's, like, your sentiment, I understand, Bill, for sure, about, you know, what had these people done. I specifically remember when we saw Bob Backlund get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Naturally, you know the guy too, Bill. Very, um, very deserving. Long overdue. But poor man Maria Manunos was just butchered, butchered at the at the podium in Madison Square Garden for her during her remarks, and not many people knew, and I didn't know this until after the fact
0: that they were friends, very
2: close friends, yeah. very, close. very close friends, yeah. and and for her to receive that treatment because she's a celebrity, and I put that you know I don't want to say air quotes because she is a celebrity, but her celebrity status is treated as a stigma, is just horrible. That's yeah. that was just wrong, and like. That's the evolution of how we treat celebrities, at least as hardcore fans. That I think is just woefully unnecessary, and that I think makes the wing of the Hall of Fame almost a hard thing to do every year, because you want to make sure it's not damaging the the the, the product on a yearly basis.
1: Well, fans will pick who they like is it a, as a speaker. William Shatner didn't get a, any good treatment up there either when when Jerry Lawler was involved. Yep. So yeah, so it's it's just it's a resentment by the fans because the celebrity wing is not what they came to see. They come to see their headliner and the ones that are under them, the wrestlers themselves that entertain them for years, Absolutely, get inducted. So you bring that part out for a TV show, you know, one-hour special on USA to make sure that's in there. It's kind of insulting as, you know, a real fan that wants to see.
0: 100% agree, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I will say this, um, and maybe this is just, you know, my naivete, uh... But I feel like with some of the celebrity choices in the Hall of Fame, they haven't been necessarily home runs. Um, When I think of celebrity involvement, I'm like you in a sense where like, what did they do in professional wrestling that had some kind of an impact? And like some of the choices that they haven't made has surprised me. Like Lawrence Taylor, for instance, who main evented a fucking WrestleMania. Why hasn't he been in the celebrity wing? Cindy Lauper. OK, How, why did it take Mr. T so why did it take them so long to put Mr. T in? Now, I know that there is probably extenuating circumstances surrounding some of these people, whether they wanted to do it or whether it was a money issue or whatever the case may be. But I feel like the choices in, in some of these um, celebrity uh, inductees has been. um I wouldn't say puzzling, but I'm just kind of like scratching my head. Like, well, why wouldn't Lopper go in first and what she's done? Why wouldn't LT? Why wouldn't, you know. Yeah,
2: it's definitely not merit-based. It's definitely more on like who they could get.
1: Yeah, yeah. But well, I would she's s- done things. She's done things with uh WWE in you know, the lab when she had her her little show. she's so unusual. That's when she got involved again. Oh, but she did that spot with Piper on exactly. um, Raw, yeah. yeah. No, she was yeah. out there. She is within Didn't reach. She that
0: wrong? I think she was the guest host yeah. or something. She had a she had a spot so in the show. She's yeah. in
1: reach, so why is she not in the hall of fame? If she did that, she would definitely be down. Yeah. yeah. So that
2: probably goes back to his point, like, again, money, travel, what her what's her what's her life look like? Has she got a full schedule? Just things that we don't and will never
0: know and as of this recording she's rumored to be going in this year based on the fact that she's not touring in april and she's not on tour so the <laughs> yeah that's how are crazy already, that we are as wrestling the fans rumors have already started well i mean you and i have spoken there's more merit to that rumor um based on the, the Yo, some, just a discussion that we had um with with a friend of ours regarding uh right. potentially hulk hogan's involvement um you know but anyhow that's another story for another day um all right let's wrap it up celebrity wing hall of fame if there's one person you put in this year in 2019 who is it
1: cindy lopper obviously okay um that's that's definitely one of the people that should have been there in the first place when they created it because she her involvement it brought everybody there the war to set on the score and the brawl to set it the all they always had celebrities loaded up in New York audiences yeah. and me and Jean go crazy in the locker room interview them all. so she was a big part of bringing the mainstream in and she she hung with it and she was involved for a few years so she did wrestling albums with the, the, um, her manager David Wolf yep she, she she's uh, behind the scenes a big part of what we all got today
2: see I I would it seems very easy for me to think of it in those terms as a fan is like you. So I'm going to jump out of my head and think of it like how they would Mm -hmm. and and, and use other elements in the universe. And I'm going to go with an oddball one that just makes sense for no reason other than just geography. And, you know, Butterbean. I'm going to go with Butterbean. Um, Yeah... I'm gonna go with see,
0: if you can
1: only see wow, our faces. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like left field just came right yeah. to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Butterbean.
2: <laughs> he, uh, he. 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 WrestleMania 15, 20 years ago, Philadelphia. Uh, you know, boxing. You know, athletic sports city. WrestleMania is in New Jersey. Granted, it's North New Jersey. Um, I just I can see it. I can just see it for just those small little nuggets of narrative that they could pull out of it um but what i also don't know is does butterbean have anything to promote if he don't have anything to promote he's of no value i'm sure yeah. to going in the hall of fame so um but i just think that would be um i wouldn't hate that the guy had a match at wrestlemania the guy's been was involved in in a in a, 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 a crate you know a, a very popular time of the wrestling business um he he would be more deserving than Drew Carey because clearly oh. been greater injustices. Fuck yeah. Um, so not for the again. I'm ta- I'm putting. I'm pretending I'm Vince McMahon right now when I say this. I'm putting up myself in on the fourth floor in Stamford, Connecticut when I think about this and say, hmm, who would fit what they usually do? I'm just going on trends and I'm gonna say Butterbean.
0: All right. Well, so so you just you just pretended to be Vince McMahon. Now be Justin.
2: Okay. Um, who are we going in 2019. Ah, man, I mean <laughs> You're not going to like me. Stop bark
1: Gunn.
2: You you're not going to like me. David but Arquette? our cat who I nah, you know what that's not a bad one. I'm going to I'm going to piss you guys off again. Flowrider.
1: Don't oh get, fuck you. Throw fluoride in. <laughs> Why not? You. We I'm know what here. <laughs> we know
2: We know what this is. Fuck we you. know what this is. Oh my goodness. Uh uh Flo is is has performed at plenty of WWE events.
0: Unfortunately.
2: Guest hosted. Unfortunately. Um, he's oh. probably he's probably willing to, to, to pick up a microphone and sing again in front of the WrestleMania crowd. Unfortunately. So it makes sense, and I'm not saying this as you know what fuck it, I am. I I, I lie. Clearly, okay, I f- I'm going to put myself in, 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 in my wrestling fandom head. All right, take three. <laughs> take three. Aretha All right.
1: Franklin before Flo Rida right, any day. Who would you say? Aretha Franklin before Flo Rida right, any day.
2: Not arguing that. Uh-huh. Not arguing that. Um, Celebrities, I know, I'm know. going to save one that I'm sure you're going to probably put in there, Dave, so I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm going to go with Floyd Mayweather. I'm gonna go with Floyd Mayweather. I don't think that's a popular one. Um I think there's a lot of controversy surrounding that one. But uh I'm gonna go Floyd Mayweather. The guy headlined to WrestleMania and 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 did, did did big business for the WWE and they seem to be on very good terms. So
0: I mean and, and I'm sure he's, he's, got he's always been a thought in my mind, but like considering like you said, controversial and someone that, you know, um you know Yeah. I, I, I actually wasn't gonna put him uh, no, I, well, I wasn't.
2: I'm. I think I know who you're going to say, so I'm going to let it price go. Price
1: tag's probably too much for WWE to even consider because you know he's not going to come cheap. Bill makes a great point with Cindy Lauper.
0: Um, I, long overdue. Um, you know, you, you made a, you make a great point with Mayweather, even with Butterbean to a certain extent. Um, geographically, um, if we're going to go geographics. The fan in me is gonna go Lawrence Taylor because I knew Giant that, yeah. Stadium, New York, his involvement in WrestleMania. Um He's so predictable. Yeah, I know, right? I am. I'm very predictable. this has been the lo- Florida long- butterbean. I had to throw some juice <laughs> yeah, this, into this. Come on, man. This is, this is the Lawrence Taylor's I had another one in my head that while you were talking and I just lost my train of thought as to another celebrity inductee into the Hall of Fame that would I think would be perfect, not just geographically, but Damn, I'll have to, I totally forgot. I totally forgot who who I was gonna, who I was thinking of putting in. Yeah, I mean, like I said, LT is a New York giant, but at the same time, isn't he also a registered sex offender? Yeah. So that's gonna be a little bit Hey, but but
2: Tyson did, Tyson did time for rape, and they put him in. But then again, that was 2012, 2018. Yeah, and Sonny did different. a
0: porn, and they put her in. Well, Sonny did. That, and that just was about afterwards. everything. <laughs> they still haven't erased her, so. No, yeah. they haven't erased yeah. her. Yeah, she didn't commit a crime. She didn't yeah. commit a crime, so. No, she didn't commit a crime. Well, she did. Again, no, the I mean, standard she, is different for everybody. But well, neither did granted. Hogan. She, she, she the yeah. Place,
2: yeah. the, sta- the <laughs> standard is different for everybody, and it's, it's a momentary, circumstantial decision that you, or, that's not going to be liked for, by everyone, so. Yeah. Um, you know what, Dave? I'll, I'll, I'll give you your answer. The answer should be Hulk Hogan. Why no. wouldn't
0: it be? Oh, God, I stop mean, it. <laughs> it should be
2: Hulk Hogan. I mean, no. he's, he, I mean they reinstated him, right? Yeah. Get him back out there. Let let him, have, they'll, have plenty again. Of,
0: they'll have plenty of reasons to put him in the Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah, the exactly. NWL, yeah. The, the Mega Maniacs. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they'll, have,
0: they'll have plenty of reasons to put him in the Hall of Fame. No, in all seriousness, yeah. LT as the fanboy in me would, would be would be awesome to see, but I think that's a little difficult because, like I said, he is a registered uh, sex offender. I really wish I could like now put it on the tip of my tongue as to the, the other name that I was just thinking of. Bob, oh, Bob Uecker's already in. Bob Uecker's uh, already in. Let's try to
2: see if we can jog his memory. Of yeah, just start rattling him off. Jog, jog
0: my memory. You mentioned Aretha. Alex Trebek, Burt Reynolds. No. Uh, duh, duh, Not Regis. Not uh, Aretha Franklin. He was already in. Um,
2: crap. Some good celebrities out there. I was going to say Ben Roethlisberger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that would have been a good one <laughs> yeah because he was on Raw for all of five seconds with yeah Halo right the rest um, of the offensive line Shaquille O'Neal Shaquille O'Neal Shaq I thought about that yeah, yeah alright anyhow well, if it comes to me I'll probably bring it up next week and be like oh shit remember that but yeah no this has been a lot of fun thank you guys so much for, sure. uh, for joining sure. me and uh, taking that walk down the red carpet and discussing some celebrity nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling uh, of course you know you both are all you know you both are welcome back anytime to discuss more. Not more. if Snooki gets in the Hall of Fame, Bill will not be here.
1: <laughs> I don't want to see it. Don't worry. Or, or
0: you know what? I can.
2: I, I won't be here in the same room with Bill if Snooki gets in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> this year. This year
1: via satellite. I did bo- get my picture with her at that WrestleMania.
0: So well, we, you know what? We both. Yeah, I'm we sorry both for both of you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought better of it. I and guess she was. She was less than thrilled being
1: there. <laughs> she huh? didn't even want to stand up for it. Yeah. She yeah. probably was standing up already. Yeah, probably, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs>
0: she was. She was in her Yamaguchi son pose. yeah (laughs) all right um once again thank you guys so much had a lot of fun doing this uh Check us out next week as we bring you the return of the My Favorite series. That's right, My Favorite series covering Daniel Bryan's March to WrestleMania 30 from 2014. My good buddy, Daniel Garcia, new father, by the way. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, We we sat down and we discussed the Yes Movement, the early stages of Daniel Bryan's March to WrestleMania. And then we watched both of his WrestleMania matches from 2014. The the, the opening bout with Triple H, and then eventually... The championship match as Daniel Bryan wrestled Randy Orton and Batista in a triple threat match. It was my last WrestleMania that I've attended, and uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun to sit with Donnie and discuss and reminisce. You know the perspective of someone watching that event at home, as well as someone who was live in the in the Superdome in New Orleans for that event. It's going to be a lot of fun. My favorite series: Daniel Bryan's March to WrestleMania next week here on Kicking Out of Two. Have your WWE Network ready to go. It's going to be a watch party. We are going to have some fun while we watch those two great WrestleMania matches and reminisce. Um, and and I would be remiss if I didn't discuss with you guys and let you all know that we are a part of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. That's right, unlimited amount of content from kicking out at two, marking out the days, Gaijin Wrestling Radio, Hulkamania is dead, so much more, all over there on the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. Be on the lookout on our social media if you want to find out where you can find the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. But I can tell you when it's going to launch. It's Wrestlemania weekend. That's right. We're going to have unlimited uh, amount of content and bonus content. Wrestlemania themed. We're going to go from Wednesday with Kicking Out at 2. Kicking things off all the way to Wrestlemania Sunday. We're going to cover some of the Hall of Fame. We're going to cover NXT Blacklist. Give you some uh, retrospectives on WrestleManias. Kobe and I are going to do a Top 10 Wrestlemania countdown. Uh, So much more going on over at the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. So be on the lookout on the Kicking Out at 2 social media, as well as the Retromania social media for all the details as to where you can find the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. And if you are a fellow podcaster listening to this, and you love pro wrestling, and you have a show, and you want to be a part of all the fun, then by all means hit us up, drop us a line, shoot us a DM, whatever they call it these days, and and show us what you got. Bring it to the table, okay? We want more people to be a part of this. We want a big wrestling community. So let us know. We'll give you a shot and see what you you got, all right? And with that being said, I think it's about that time that we finally put this show down for the three count. The walk down the red carpet towards the squared circle, it's complete, okay? There's no more false finishes. No foot under the bottom rope. We don't have any celebrity screw jobs screwing this whole show up. It's about that time that I think we do this. So with that being said, we will see you all next week.